You're listening to the Future Tech Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now, and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoyed the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. I have uh, Shivam Bala, the CEO, and uh, Amadeo Latari, the COO of a company called Truler. The website is T-R-O-O-L-R.com. So, uh, Shivam and Amadeo, thanks for coming. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, tell me about uh, about Truler. What's the premise of the company? Yeah. So Truler is a branding platform that helps connect consumers with local service professionals in the area in a very quick, transparent, and easy manner. We really facilitate the process of just finding a local professional, a quality local professional, and connecting with them one-on-one, quickly, directly, without any hassle involved. So a local professional, meaning like a plumber or a handyman or electrician or someone like that? That's correct, yeah. So the beauty of our platform actually is you can become, you can sign up as any kind of service professional, that being a plumber, an electrician, a cleaner, but we're not just limited to the household industry. You can actually sign up as um, anything else, any kind of like, any of your favorite hobbies, you can sign up as a professional on our platform and offer that service. Yeah, we actually had a joke going around during the holiday time because uh, one of the one of the pros on our platform is a Santa that offers wine tours. So we really there's no constraint <laughs> as far as industry on our platform. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask you: is it, it white, more white collar or blue collar, or you know, what what do you tend to get more of? You know, I know you're open to everybody, but who tends to yeah, be on get, there more than other people? Yeah, we definitely tend to get more white collar. I mean, sorry, blue collar people on the platform. Uh, but we do have a, a, a very good amount of white collar professionals as well. too. people that are working, you know, have that to have a full time job, but also have, you know, some type of service or skill on the side that they want to offer to make more money. For instance, if you are working full time and you offer, you know, maybe Mandarin tutoring, you can sign up on our platform and offer that kind of service. You know, the reason I ask is, um, you know, maybe mistakenly white collar might think, oh, you know, I don't want to be on the same directory as a plumber. You know, uh, maybe lawyers think, uh, you know, they want to be in a directory just for lawyers or only other white-collar professionals. But I don't know if you've experienced that or not. Well, it's, it's interesting you mentioned that, Rich, because initially when we launched the site, um, we did want to focus specifically on the home, uh, home industry and home sector. But what we saw was a lot of white-collar folks, such as investment advisors, attorneys, and state planners were actually signing up. So uh, the goal was always to cater to many different categories and not be limited. To one to one option, um, so we actually quickly changed and said, okay, you know what? There are people that have a demand for a platform like this. Let's allow them to create a, a profile and a listing on our site, um, and that's why we quickly chose the pivot and, and allow any sort of category onto the site. Okay. Um, so, what are some of the vetting mechanisms you have, and are they different for the different professions? Yeah. So, 
Currently, it's actually completely a peer-to-peer based platform. Um, but that being said, we do offer some basic vetting features for each professional. So you have a lot of information about a professional that gets on the platform. You see what they look like. You see their uh, work history. You see their education history. You see their social media presence. So you can click on their Facebook links, their Instagram links, their Twitter links, and so forth. And last but not least, you also have reviews that have been left by other users on the platform as well, too. Okay. Um, so what is uh, I mean, what, what does the evolution look like uh, in a given category? Do you see that? Uh, I mean, can you tell who is being contacted and who is being hired more often than others, or you not have that data? You're just providing the platform and people interface directly with no intervention from you. No, we have that data as well. Actually, uh, recently we implemented an in-app messaging system, so all of the conversations are happening through through the to our message center within the app. And we are tracking all of the conversations and uh, connections that people are making. And for the most part, I would say right now, definitely our household industry is the most popular, and that would be like cleaners or or plumbers tend to be the more more or less popular um, professionals on our platform. Yeah, to kind of just follow up what Siobhan just mentioned, it'll be interesting to see. Um, we did launch the platform June 1st of 2018, so it's only been six months. And with that being said, since the heavy focus of uh, the last three months has been with the holidays, there's been a higher demand for cleaners um, because people have been having a lot of uh, parties and dinners at their house and had a higher need. So having a whole full cycle of, of a full year would be interesting to see where things start to lean towards. Um, but definitely seeing a pickup in other services as well, which we're really excited about. Yes, you have all these professions. Um, I figure you'll get data on time of day, day of week season where these professions fluctuate, you know, maybe it correlates with uh, geography. I mean, is the platform uh, nationwide or is it starting in just a city or two? Like where are you guys at? It is available nationwide. Uh, and right now we are focusing mainly on the Bay Area as far as recruiting on professionals and users. Um, but we are allowing the platform for anyone that wants to sign up within, within North America, actually. So we're also including Canada as well on the platform. Right. I mean, so far in six months, we already have over 65,000 businesses on our platform uh, throughout the nation. Wow. So, yeah, you mentioned, um, again, noticing people getting cleaners for the holidays. I know some of this will be proprietary, but anything else you can mention? Any uh, trends in the data or SKUs that you think are interesting or surprising? I think the most interesting as far as data, and it isn't just pertinent just to us, but the industry as a whole, um, because obviously right now we are raising our first round, uh, our seed round, and talking to a lot of different investors that might not necessarily have a background in the local services industry and the gig economy. Uh, they oftentimes say, oh, it's a very saturated, mature market. You know, you have Angie's List that's been around for over a decade. You have companies like Thumbtack in San Francisco that are doing pretty well, valued over a billion dollars. It's like there's not enough space for a new competitor. And what we found is, and it proves with the traction we've had in only six months, is there's still a very high demand for a platform that really offers a transparent way for both users and professionals to connect. I think a lot of the platforms out there are very focused on pleasing to the consumer, right, making the consumer experience great, which is obviously needed. But at the same time, they're lacking what the professionals are having to go through as far as what they're paying. What if you could learn about the ketogenic diet and metabolic therapy from the world's top scientists, physicians, and influencers in a four-day experience co-hosted by Dr. Dominic D'Agostino, who's been on the Tim Ferriss podcast in Los Angeles, California, January 31st to February 3rd, 2019. 
If you want to hear about the latest scientific evidence on nutrition and metabolism and its potential to treat disease, increase longevity, improve athletic performance, and yes, help with weight loss, Metabolic Health Summit is for you. Some of the speakers include Dominic D'Agostino, PhD, Mark Sisson, Suzanne Ryan of Keto Karma, Thomas Seyfried, uh, who studies metabolism and cancer, Aubrey Marcus, Georgia Ead, MD, Matt and Mega of Keto Connect, and many, many more speakers. At this conference, we're going to dive into the research and learn how to apply it during real-world applications with four days of presentations. There'll be nightly receptions with keto-friendly drinks and appetizers. There'll be a scientific poster session that includes the latest research on ketosis, human optimization, and more. And there'll be new innovative products at the Metabolic Health Summit Keto Expo. You'll get to network with some of the world's most brilliant minds at the Metabolic Health Summit VIP Mixer and Gala Dinner. For physicians, this activity is jointly provided by Cedars-Sinai Medical Center and the Metabolic Health Initiative. Cedars-Sinai is accredited by ACCME to provide continu continuing medical education for physicians. Earn up to 21 and a half AMA PRA Category 1 credits by attending. If you're a registered dietitian, this event has received prior approval by the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics for 18 CPEs. Visit MetabolicHealthSummit.com or click on the banner and get your tickets before they're gone because it's coming soon. Remember, it's in Los Angeles, California, January 31st to February 3rd, 2019. We are only weeks away. This is a must-not-miss seminar. It's a lot of our paper lead models, and that's where we're seeing that, you know what, we're getting a lot of people organically finding us on Google, right? And they're they're signing up on a platform, and that's very exciting because that, that follows the line, our, our thesis, that, you know what, this market, a $400 billion market, like the local services industry, is completely fragmented, so. Okay. And another major trend uh, that we are seeing recently is uh, because we, our, our concentration was, you know, we were trying to recruit a lot of professionals on board onto our platform, which we successfully have done, and we're still working on that. But when we, when we spoke to consumers, there's two sets of consumers. One set likes to just browse a website, find something, call them, and just connect with them one-on-one one -on -one directly. And the second set of yep. consumers like to actually, they don't want to browse anything. They want to create their own listing and request a professional instead of browsing through the website. That being said, what we are actually releasing this month is a new feature on our platform where consumers can go on the platform and create a request for a professional. So they can say, hey, I'm looking for a cleaner, and my budget is only $60. I don't want to spend anything more than that. And now professionals on our platform will be notified, and they can actually create offers on that task request and connect with them at, that way as well, too. Well, I know that puts power in the hands of the consumer, but um, I, I maybe it's unasked for advice. Um, when someone's creating a listing like that, would you show them suggestions on what people are charging so that you don't have a bunch of lowball numbers on there that upset, you know, the, the providers themselves and say, you know, hey, this is this is commoditizing us. We don't do this stuff for ten bucks an hour. That's absurd. Or you can just yeah, let it like happen organically as it goes. That that's a great point. I think initially we are going to have to until we have the data, right? We'll we'll be able to make suggestions of what on average people are paying and what people are offering. But I think that's kind of the beauty of the open, the way it's open source in the sense that when a professional makes a bid, everyone else can see it. It's almost like a thread, right? So let's say, Rich, you're you're requesting a cleaner, you're going to pay sixty bucks. 
Now I can go there and say, you know what, I'll do it for, for 55 and Shabam will say, I'll do it for 70. And it's all there. So I can see it. Anyone else that's browsing can see it. And then it's up to the consumer and they can actually make a choice, make a decision by going onto our profiles. And as we mentioned earlier, they're very in-depth and detailed profiles. So it's not like going onto Craigslist and I'm just throwing a dart and say, okay, I'm going to hire this guy based on the price. So there's a lot more to it. Um, but to your point, which I think is a great point, eventually when we have enough data, we will be making recommendations on what um, industry standard is. Right. But for now, we are going to make recommendations of professionals in your area that offer that service. So if you create a consumer listing task, as soon as the task is posted on the right side and the sidebar will be like, oh, recommended professionals in your area that can fill the service if you want to view the profiles yourself. So we're going to be offering that service too. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, so where are you at right now with the platform? You have, you know, tens of thousands of, of listings and everything. Um, what do you see is happening over the next six months or a year in terms of growth? So in terms of, so right now our main concentration is still traction. Um, but that being said, we are solely a web-based application right now. We don't have um, an iOS or native iOS or Android app. That being said, our, our web platform is very mobile friendly. In fact, 50% of our audience comes through our mobile devices. So that's our concentration for the next coming months is to actually build out our mobile iOS and Android app and release that. Um, and that actually goes hand in hand with our next major feature that we're going to be releasing, which is actually an on-demand system. So how it works is let's imagine you're at home and your plumbing breaks. What, what options do you currently have to find a plumber? You have to go on Google, find a business or someone, and then schedule something. And who knows if they might come the next day or the next week. But what if you need someone immediately? Well, you can pull out the Truler app. Look at the map of the people that are currently available immediately online in your area, and you can just talk to them and request them to come to your door right away, pay a service fee for that, but now you have a professional straight to your door instantly, right on time, and get the work done directly. And then in terms of um, certain professions, you know, let's say you're doing, a, you're hiring like a general contractor. I mean, you can look at reviews in certain areas, but I would bet that reviews from certain sites or, I don't know, uh, licensing boards would maybe carry more weight. So do you want people to rely just on the information on Truler or is there uh, do you direct them to check certain other websites or, you know, uh, certifying bodies to make sure someone's good or not? Yeah, that's a great question. Actually, we're going to be able to, uh, we're adding an ability for professionals to import reviews from other platforms too. So if they have a Yelp profile or if they have a, maybe a Google a Google profile, they can actually import their reviews from these other directories onto our platform as well too, um, to bring over their customer base to Truler as well. Okay, well, excellent. And why the name Truler? What does that mean? Where did it come from? So the name actually originates from two things. It's The thing is, is Truler is a tool that helps professionals and consumers connect with each other, but it's also a true tool. And that's kind of the premise behind the name Truler. It's the true tool to help you connect with local professionals. Okay, okay. Yeah, because the name was unusual. So I was, I was trying to... Yeah, yeah. Those, the goal for the name was that we wanted to come up with something that, you know, doesn't really necessarily have a meaning, and we wanted to give it a meaning ourselves. In fact, a lot of our professionals on our platform are starting to call themselves Trulers because they feel like that's, that just originates really well with them. And that's kind of what builds up the community as well, too. Okay. So, so again, what's ahead for the, the next six months or a year? What, um, you know, anything that you can reveal, uh, changes coming or just continual growth or, you know, 
what direction are you taking it in? Yeah, I mean, to, to follow up on Siobhan's point earlier, our main focus right now is still growth, right? We want to get as much traction as possible. Um, we want to roll out the app. We want to roll out some other features that we have in the pipeline. And we've been pretty pretty glad with what we've been able to accomplish in six months. So we're really excited about the next 12 months and what it's going to offer as far as our goals and for 2019. Um, but in terms of major releases, I think the app and the on-demand feature is, is top priority at this stage of the game. Okay. Oh, very good. So, what's the what's the best way for people for people to uh, you know start using the um, the service, and then maybe to get in contact for ideas or collaboration or questions? Sure, they can go directly to the site. It's www.truler.com. That's t r o o l r.com. From there, you can easily sign up. It takes no more than three to four minutes. Um, not much personal information other than an email and phone number. Um, no credit card information. I mean, as we mentioned, might have mentioned earlier, it's a freemium platform. Um, and if they want to get in contact with Shavam or myself, it's uh, our first initial and last name. So for Shavam, it's S Bala. That's B H A L L A at Truler.com. And mine's A L A T T A R I at Truler.com. Okay. Well, very good. Well, Shavam and Amadeo, I appreciate you coming to the podcast, and uh, you know, hope the service. Uh, really grows and takes off tremendously. Yeah, I appreciate sure. it. Thanks for having us here. Yeah, thanks for having us, Rich. You're listening to the Future Tech Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now, and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoyed the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you.